Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode, we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 634 of Cognitive Dissonance. And uh, the fucking January 6th hearings, man, we are going, they are heating up. They're going like crazy, dude. They're going about as well as inflation. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, you know, what's nuts to me is I thought there would just be like one week. And so later on tonight, this is Thursday night, um, we're going to be doing a live stream. And we had originally planned to watch pretty much all of the first one this yeah. week, the first hearing that happened on Monday morning. And both of us watched it and I had edited down, you know, sort of part of it because there's some of it that's just like repetitive and some of it is just procedural. Right. And so I added it all out and I got down to about an hour and 40 minutes. Then today, out of nowhere, I fucking didn't realize this. They're gonna I have, didn't either. They're going to have a new one. And so they had one today at one that I also edited down. So that one's edited down, but we're not going to watch both of them in full. We're going <clears> to <throat> we're going to presume that you watched most of the previous one that happened on Monday. And then we're going to watch that. That's going to be 25 minutes or so. And then we're going to watch the other one live streaming it tonight. So we're live streaming it. I know that people who are listening to this, this is happening in the past. So we live streamed it on Thursday. If you're missing this, go catch it. We watched the whole thing as much as we could. And we talked about it. And I, I, I want to say, because I know that, that the January 6th House Select Committee members are probably listening to the show sure, right yeah, now. Absolutely, yeah. Can you guys move this shit to goddamn prime time? Some of us are I know, working. I know. And well, I don't know. What the, What do you mean one o'clock on a Thursday? The fucking importance of this. It needs to be prime It time. really does. Like I'm goofing, but it, like. It needs to be. It, it's not untrue that unless you're really dedicated to this news gathering process, that burying it in the middle of the fucking day yeah. or 10 in the yeah. morning on a weekday, it dramatically limits the exposure yes. that that testimony is going to yeah. have to people who should listen to it. And people who should listen to it is everybody. Yeah. And we should know if we almost lost our Republic. You're absolutely right. And the people, there's going to be people who are, it's just going to get lost in the shuffle of the day. Yeah. And then it's going to get lost in the shuffle of the evening. Yep. And then they're not going to go back to it the next day. And then, you know, because they're going to be picking the kids up or they're going to be doing yeah, some man. They're going to be busy. You're, you've got your fucking life or whatever. You work all day. You don't have time to watch it. Like you can't, maybe you've got a job where you just can't listen hours. even. Like it's, I can't spend two hours listening to something on almost any day. I got yeah. real lucky on Monday yeah. that I had a break in my day that didn't require to be, a, be on the phone. Right. But most of my whole day is sure. in meetings or on the phone. Yeah. So I can't like multitask. I know some people can play stuff in the background while they work, but a, a lot of other people just can't, yeah, do, can't that. do it. I, I also work during the day. And so I have standing meetings most of the right. time at one o'clock. And so I don't, I can't even, I can't even do it. 
And so, so we, we are going to watch a lot of it tonight. You can go back in the, in the, our YouTube page and you can, you can listen to it and watch it. And if you're a patron, you're going to get it all on your patron feed as audio. As audio. So we, 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 we download that audio and we give that to patrons. So you'll have it. Um, uh, but, but go back and listen to it. I think, I think that these, these hearings are important to hear and they are absolutely damning. And there's, there's multiple Republicans on this, on this, these hearings. I mean, there's a lot, yeah. there's Republicans and the Republicans right now that, that that's who they're interviewing. Cause those are the ones who did the bad stuff. <laughs> yeah. This isn't what's, what's, what's exciting and interesting is that um, there is at least to my mind, like there's a lot less of this sort of like, um, political grandstanding. It really feels it's, like it. It's more just like, here's some questions. Yeah. I'm gonna let the evidence speak for itself. Yeah. Here's a video of some other guy talking. It's not the select committee members giving long expositionary right. speeches right. and slapping the table and reclaiming my time. Reclaiming right. my yeah. time. Reclaiming. They're not grilling people. Shit. They're not grill- like normally. Though when somebody comes in front yeah. of the the committee, what happens is is there'll be a person in front of the committee. And one side will normally just fucking berate them and just right. grandstand. And the other side will ask questions and grandstand. Yep. yep. And, yep. and that's what normally happens. And it depends on who's being, who's on what side. But yeah, that's what, that's the normal give and take, at least for the last 15 years or something. As far as I can remember as as being remember politically political. interested. Yeah. That's always been. Yeah. So it's like, why would I watch that shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I don't need to watch but that this shit. This is different. This is very this different. This is different. It, it's... <laughs> I know everybody's exhausted of Trump. Yeah, I, I fucking get I it. But like also Trump is going to run in 24. He said yeah, he is. So that's yeah. not just like me. He said he is. He's raised enormous amounts of money. Now, whether he's raised that money in those packs just to have that money because he can, yeah. or whether he's going to use it for, you know, political, actual legitimate political or illegitimate political purposes. I don't know, but we have to still care yeah. because we almost lost our Republic. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a literal actual thing that happened. We almost stopped being a democracy yeah. and almost became an autocratic regime. Yeah. If we had woken up a little different January 7th, we may have woken up having lost our fucking democracy. Yeah. Yeah. We made a big goddamn deal over Watergate. Watergate was a big goddamn deal so much so that everything became a something, something gate. It became yeah. a shorthand yeah. for scandal. Yeah. This is so much more vast of a scandal. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've never seen anything like this in terms of political corruption in 150 years. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go back further. Sure. Maybe the fucking teapot dome scandal was a bigger fucking deal. Sure. I don't know. But this is it's a big deal. It. It's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it's important to pay attention to. And that's why we're spending so much time on it. That's why Tom's getting here super early to try to make sure that we can we can do these things. So so go check it out. If you haven't had an opportunity, go check it out on YouTube. If you're a patron, you can listen to it, like we said. What's your flag say? Come and take it. Come and take it. Do you have a weapon? No. No? Why not? Did they take it? <laughs> Sorry, bro. Sister, it comes from the Daily Beast. I, I, can I ask you a question about the Daily Beast, Cecil? Sure. I feel stupid asking this question. Wasn't the Daily Beast Glenn Beck's home for a long time? No, that's the blaze. The blaze. That's a different place. Son of a bitch. You're yeah, right. No, it's not. For some reason. No. I've like, for some reason I had it in my head that the daily beast was Glenn Beck's old home. And I'm like, how did this happen? And yeah. I'm pulling all these stories from yeah. the day. It's just because I was wrong. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> which is a fine answer. I'm happy to be wrong, but I was yeah, fucking fine. convinced, yeah, man. Fine. All right. This is from the daily beast, which is not the blaze. No. It has a B. 
We are coming for you. Man given tour of Capitol Complex by GOP representatives showed up during riot the next day. I want to read the subheadline. Footage shows a man outside the Capitol ahead of the riot on January 6th after investigators said he had been taking pictures inside the complex during a tour. You guys, he's taking pictures of stairways, yeah. entrances, exits, yeah. security, security uh, protocol and, yeah. and, and clearance points. And back. Yeah. It's fucking recon, man. Yeah, it, this dude was doing straight up recon. I, I mean, <laughs> what is insane to me is when we talked about this stuff before, you know, they, they just about screamed it from the rooftops what yeah. they were going to do. Yep. They just about screamed it from the rooftops. And I don't think that it's just necessarily because they're stupid because this shows a level of planning and intelligence that you would need if you were planning on doing something really grave at the Capitol. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And this is the Capitol complex that he's in. I don't know necessarily that it's the actual building because there's a... At oh, the that's end right. Of this, yeah. At the end of this, they mention a art, uh, uh, the, that the security place, the security people at the Capitol have released a thing that said that this guy, this Loudermilk, who was supposedly the one who gave this thing mm -hmm. was not in the building that day. They didn't see him in the building or whatever. That's what they released. But there's pictures of him clearly in the campus. And there's pictures of this guy clearly taking photos of shit you would never take photos of. Yeah, man. There's no way you're just like, I'm on a tour. I take photos of literally everything. Nobody does that. Nobody's man. taking a picture of the fucking stairwell Nobody in a basement. That. Nobody does that. But I also feel like they didn't care because they thought that their guy was going to be in power when they yep. succeeded. Yeah. So it wouldn't matter the next day anyway. And so I think a lot of the stuff that we're, we're, we're attributing to stupidity or just like bum fuckedness is actually just brazenness. Dude, it's hubris, man. Yeah, yeah That's you're what right. I think it yeah. is. And I think, I think what we're winding up with is we're seeing that their, their plan was ultimately foiled by people within their own party, like Pence and other people who would not give on that day. And, and there, and, but they 100% expected them to, or other people to fold and nobody did. And then they're just, now we're stuck with, we're that, then they're stuck essentially with all this evidence that's let out into the world yeah. that now everybody can see. Man, it's like, it, it's amazing how much people will let their desire for something to be true cloud the reality of whether things are true. And I know it's just like a human tendency. Like it's nothing like nothing earth shattering, but you look at this and it's like, there was never any real hope. There was never a legal hope. Yeah. There was never a constitutional method. Oh. There was never a numerical or statistical opportunity for Trump to win this election by January 6th, by fucking January, like all that shit had played out. Like all of the legitimate scant hopes. I mean, this was like, this is after the Four Seasons total landscaping. Yeah. This is after the fucking drunk lady in Michigan like slurred her way through the word affidavit oh six times. God. Yeah, and then and this is after this is after Sidney Powell. Yes, yeah, is after was, the Kraken. This is after they released the Kraken. This is after like Judy, Rudy Giuliani's fucking head started leaking motor oil or whatever, <laughs> like <laughs> the fucking fifth element. Or yes, he's like exactly. He's like the villain of the fifth it's element. Like the villain of the fifth element. He's just pouring fucking motor oil down his face. You want to walk up with one of those clear little hats and put it on whatever fucking Gary Oldman's wearing that movie when he's supposed to be Hitler when he's playing Hitler in the yes. movie yes yeah yeah also, real quick as it like whoever did the costume and set design for Fifth Element 
had the fucking best time. Oh, yeah. Because they, they were just like, <laughs> you're giving me money and I'm spending it on the silliest shit I can find. It's the best, this, I love that it's movie best. with it's all of best. my heart. The best part is... Silliest The movie. best part is that opera... Oh my God, opera, yes. It's so good. It's so good. I just read a funny piece of trivia about that the other day that they wrote that um, to be unsingable. Yeah, yeah. Did you read the same thing? And then, then the person came in and sang almost all of sang it. Sang like 75% like, yeah, of almost it. Almost all of it. And yeah. they were like, holy shit. And they only had to alter it a tiny bit to make it so that they could sing the whole thing. How unreal is that? That's it's, amazing. It's like, yeah, I'm going to write an unsingable thing. She's like, yeah. you haven't heard the pipes on this bitch. It's unbelievable. Like, yeah. and then, and it really is a, it's such, it's such a visually pleasing movie. It's, it's such bonkers. a visually pleasing movie. It's yeah. stupid as shit, but it's so much yeah. fun to watch. The story makes no sense. Yeah, it's, it's, the story it's, is, it's very, very good. Like yeah. it's eye candy. It's exactly it what it's made yep. for. It's, it's perfect. Yeah. But anyway, Rudy Giuliani had yeah. already leaked. He had already leaked a black substance from his head that was unidentifiable. So we're be like by January, just to remember the timeline. Cause it's crazy to imagine that by January, you still had people who are, I want to say, I was going to say it's serious people, but I don't know how serious they are so much as they are. They are this self-interested. They are this self-motivated. They're this deluded by what they want to be true that by January, after all the absurdity, just the, the circus level bonkers bullshit, the illogical nonsense of it all, right. the SNL skits that yeah, this produced. Man. And, and there's still... And they, they couldn't even mock them. That's right, how yeah. crazy it was, right? It was, it was even hard to mock. It was so silly. What do you do after four seasons total how landscape? How do you satirize that? What do you do? How do you satirize that? That's I don't it. even know. Like, it that's was amazing. It. it was so amazing. And it was... And that's... And, that's, and you're absolutely mm. right. This is, this is after all that stuff. All of it's it. After all of it. So they're 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 in a, like their their fucking psychological need for this to be true was so massively demanding on them that they're still like you're yeah right. all right you're right we're going and then that is the part that genuinely just like from like a a 30,000 foot level I'm fucking floored by it yeah i'm floored by it cuz at some point you got to be like man i lost i know but like and sometimes i lose that's how politics works the thing i the thing that really kept pushing it though, was that Trump never once wavered on that narrative. And he's the, one of the most important people in their mind. Yeah. So when, he, when, the, when the person who they think, one, they attributed to him a level of knowledge that he just didn't have. So they automatically presume, and I, yeah. and I think everybody in the world presumes that the United States president has a level of understanding of what's happening in the world deeper than most other people and understand secret things that are yeah. happening in the How world. How much of that did Trump shatter yeah. for you? All of it. So like, literally much. Literally all of it. I don't think he knew anything that was going on. I don't think he knew anything about the world I didn't know or you no, didn't know. No, not at all. In fact, I thought, I think if, if he would have died and they went all the way down to me, like all the people in this yeah. cabinet, <laughs> and they're like, Cecil's the next one. Cecil, come up. I would have run the country 100% better than him. Yeah. 100%, yeah. easily. Yes. I mean, because right. he, was, he was an absolute buffoon. He actively fucked things up. He was, he was an active fuck up. And he was a narcissist and he was shitty. And, he, and even when he made mistakes, he doubled down on those mistakes because he didn't want to be wrong. Dude, he he drew wanna, that little nipple he on the hurricane. Like, hey, man, like, he, was, he wants to blow up hurricane and, he's, and he wants to buy Greenland and he wants to... <laughs> Like there's so many fucking crazy things. I go on for half an hour telling you all the nutty shit that guy wanted to do. But but but, he, but he's a he's a guy who you think understood stuff. And so when he spoke to his crowd, yeah. they all made the presumption that he did have some sort of secret knowledge. That when he was saying Mike Pence can do this stuff, 
he really did think about it ahead of time and really did ask the top people to figure right. this yeah. out. And so yeah. is it is it 100% their fault that they listen to the guy who's like one of the most powerful people in the world? I don't, I mean, I blame, of course I blame them for their shitty actions. And of course I blame people for being terribly misguided and voting for them, right? I blame right. all those people for doing that. But I, I also don't know if it's their fault that they listened to the guy who was in charge. Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's, an, that's an excellent point. You do think, because if I'm in Congress, I have to presume, and maybe I'm wrong, but this is, and it's entirely possible I'm wrong, as, as I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. But I have always presumed that there was some kind of difference. So like, I'm a regular Joe, I'm a civilian. And there are things about the world I don't know. Yeah. And then I get sworn into Congress. And certain things about the world become newly available to me that I get to know that you, the regular guy, don't get to know. And I guess it would be reasonable then to assume that the president would have access to an even greater level. Sure. So yeah. I, I hear you. Like if I, but if I'm like a congressperson, at some point, I've got to have some understanding of the law. Yeah. I've got I've to at least say- I think say, the people knew that he was wrong. But those are the guys that I'm kind of more talking about. Like the guys who are- who on like like the writers and stuff? I I get that. I'm much more sympathetic to that. Yeah. But like, what I'm saying is, the people in Congress who are aiding and abetting, who are continuing to sell you know the what? narrative, right. they must. They, they, I, they I cannot, had to I think. cannot imagine. I cannot imagine that they were as gullible as the general public. Right. They what what it, what I think they were was like you said, doubled down so hard. Because there's just nothing they can do. Yeah, had they and painted I, themselves well, into a corner they couldn't no, get out of? You got your, you got your, you got the tail of the tiger at this point. Yeah, this is the right. guy that brings in the money to your or your campaign fund. This is the guy that if you bring, you might win your election in your close run Pennsylvania or close run Georgia or close run Florida. If he shows up and speaks for you, that could be the thing that flips it. Right. So, so right. So you've got to, in some ways suck it up and be like, well, if he says it, then I guess I got to go with it. And it's very, it really feels like very mafioso. It does. Well, that, right? that's the thing is it, it has to, I, I totally agree. It's like, because they're doing all this stuff on January 5th and 6th, right? Yeah. They're doing all this stuff to make the impossible. What they have to know is structurally impossible. Yeah. Yeah. They, so, but they're doing all this stuff to try to make the impossible possible in order to like, please their dad, you know, <laughs> like they're trying to get their fucking approval of yeah, their fucking withholding yeah. father. Right, right, right. Fucking weirdos. Now you haul even rents motorhomes, camping trailers and boats. Perfect for Nazis. Honey, after you finish painting, let's go catch some big ones. Thanks. You this story comes from Vanity Fair. This is a bigger deal than I think it got pressed for. Yeah. I, I saw this a handful of places, but I, I'll tell you, I, this should be a huge deal. U-Haul full of white supremacists preparing to disrupt Pride event arrested in Idaho. The, the reason I think this got less press attention than it did is because it was in Idaho. And I'm, I am joking a little, but yeah. only a little. Yeah. Idaho is such a small potatoes country. <laughs> <laughs> State, not country. <laughs> They're a little fry. They are. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh sure. man. I don't want to waffle about it. <laughs> Uh, but they, they're <laughs> this is a great mashup. All right. But there's there is a fucking picture 
They they had a fucking U-Haul truck full of fucking white supremacist armed yeah. assholes yeah. from not Idaho. Yeah. That's the that's one of the most important parts of the story. Not from Idaho. These people are from all over the country that rented a fucking U-Haul yeah. and filled it with themselves and guns and shit. Yeah. And they were headed over to the fucking pride rally. Yeah. And then they were going to start some trouble. Right. Well, and, they weren't showing up to March. Like they weren't in lockstep. They weren't going to check their grinder profile. Right. <laughs> but um, I bet some of them did. I bet you some of them I did on the way. I bet you some did on the way. Yep. But, but here's the thing. Like, like this sort of thing happens when you use language around the LGBT community yep. Yep. that dehumanizes them enough for yep. people to think that they're in, they're a target that needs to be damaged and yep. eliminated. Yep. And this sort of language is not new. This sort of thing has been going on for decades. It has had a resurgence in the last five years in, in a very disgusting, vitriolic way. It started at the end of Obama's uh, presidency with trans people and trans rights and how awful people were about trans people and trans rights at the end of his presidency. And then it rolled itself right in at the very beginning of Trump's presidency. I don't know exactly how much Trump did this, but I genuinely know that Trump otherizes all kinds of people. Oh, absolutely. People take this as a cue. Yep. You know, the, the, you're exactly right. The, the new sort of order of the day, and this is, this is what we should expect to have happen, yes. right? There, we should not expect anything different. This is the most predictable possible yeah. outcome. When, when you have an entire infrastructure, power infrastructure, feeding an idea that people within the LGBTQ community are grooming, grooming. children for sexual yeah. predation. Yeah. And that is their language. And that is their narrative. And it's all over the place. It is absolutely fucking ubiquitous now from the right. It's been, this is Pizzagate, right? And, and it, what it does to some degree, and the part of this that's so morally reprehensible, is it if you believe this narrative, and it's a false garbage fucked up narrative been, that relies narrative, on prejudice, And this right? narrative is not new. Right. The idea that, that they're pedophiles, that, that gay people are pedophiles is not been new. Floated yeah, years, been floated forever. Been floated forever. But the this sort of reselling, the repackaging and reselling yes, yes. Of, this, of this story you know, if you believed it, if I believed that there was a pedophile in the basement next door, I would be morally obligated to kick that door down or to interfere or to intervene, sure. right? The problem with this narrative is, is that it's hateful and untrue and bigoted, but also that it preys on the morals of people who want to do the right thing, which is to protect children sure. in the face of sure. a, a horrible sexual sure. abuse. We should be kicking in the doors of churches, right? Because yeah, that's right. where it's happening. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. there was another scandal. I didn't even put in the show notes. There was another scandal in the German Catholic Church that popped this week. Sure. But it was so repetitive, Cecil, yeah. that most of those never make it to the show notes. Because, yeah. I mean, you could replace, you replace the place name and a couple of priest names, and it's the same, the same story. story. It's yeah. literally the same, same story. story. The, the default assumption yeah. should be if the Catholic Church isn't around, they're probably diddling somebody. Raping There's kids. probably right. diddling yeah. somebody right yeah. now. 100%. But you're, I think you're right. And I think that the, that the dehumanization of the, of the LGBTQ community, Really, what it does is it allows people to stop thinking about them as people. Yes. Yep. And so, not only do they have the 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 moral obligation to do something because they're being prepped to do something because mm-hmm. they think that you know there there's some sort of action that needs to be taken, they're also going to use more force because they think Very those true. people aren't 
people. Yeah. They, yeah, absolutely. It's this is the same. Every nation that is at war with another nation does this in order sure, to sure. create the possibility for their soldiers to take action, right? So we we have a difficult time teaching people to kill other people that are just like us that we love and see as equals. We have a much easier time teaching a generation to kill people who can be identified with some racial slur. Sure. You know, and we did it with Germans in World War II. You do it with the Japanese in World War II. We've done it with the Koreans, the Vietnamese. We've done it with the Iraqis. We've, the, the the list of slurs and dehumanizing language is essential to weaponize the minds of young people. It, It has to be done. You can't create any kind of soldier, whether that soldier is an institutional soldier, like an army personnel or whether it's a Christian nationalist that you're trying to weaponize. Yeah. This is a way, it's a tool of weaponization. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention too, uh, that afterwards I read another story and now this isn't in this one. At least I don't think it is. This is a real short article in Vanity Fair, but in the one I read, they talked about the police department getting death threats afterwards. And I, for arresting these yeah, people, and I want to point out that that this very much like the January sixth and whatever any other time that that people on the right are arrested and people on the right are prosecuted, blue lives don't matter anymore. Yeah, absolutely, and, man. And that's the thing I think I think you know we've got to pay attention to is that is that they one hundred percent do not like like don't let them fool you that's not a law and order party they don't care about that stuff what they care about is getting their way that's all they care about they don't care about justice they don't care about anything they care about getting their way and if you fucking get in their way and make it so they don't get their way and they don't get to watch somebody yep. get their ass kicked and fucking curb stomped by a bunch of fucking rednecks on steroids then, then they're gonna they're gonna send you death threats. I mean, who sends death threats to the police? Are you stupid? What is a what crazier fucking? That's like sending a death threat to the Secret Service Are you directly. Stupid. What? What is happening what? in your life, man? Like, how, what? What? If you're gonna kill somebody, I've never understood death threats anyway. Yeah, I know. You know, like it's, yeah, it's like <laughs> like if you're gonna kill somebody, why do you want them to be more on guard? Yeah, it's a hundred percent. It's just a threat. It's, I know you're just terrorizing just somebody, terrorizing someone, but I don't think the cops are terrorized by that. Yeah. It's like, if I'm a cop and I opened up my mail today and it's like, some people hate you. It's like, yeah, I yeah. kind of assume that Yeah, these guys are like law and order. As long as the law is protecting their interests. Exactly. That's exactly when right. the law is a tool to protect their interests. Then they're absolutely, because yeah. those are their soldiers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're the, they're the, they're their shock troops and they, right. and they're yep. happy. They are, man, they were giddy as fuck when they were rolling bicycles over black people's heads during the BLM. hundred percent, man. Giddy as fuck yep. when that was happening. But the moment anything, I mean, listen, listen, listen to how they talk to the people when you watch the January 6th tapes. Oh, I know. Listen to how they talk to the police there. Of course they don't yep. fucking respect them. They never respected a man. No. They were just beating, was fucking the enemy of my enemy. Yep. Yeah. Where's the respect for authority yeah. that is like part and parcel of that worldview? It's bullshit. It fucking fades into nothing. It's bullshit. Yep. And I don't believe that the right has a real respect for authority either. I don't either. I don't I buy don't that. Either. I, don't I don't buy, buy it. That. I don't buy it. And I think that I think they're all fucking liars. Yeah. I just think they're happy to watch somebody get beat up that they don't like. I, dude, it doesn't yes. matter what yes. it is. It doesn't matter who they are. 
If they don't like you and they watch you get their a- your ass kicked, they're happy about yep. it. They're uh, fucking, fucking happy You're it. not wrong at all. Go to go to Reddit sometime and go to the fight subreddits or the, the ones where people are acting out and read the comments. Reddit is such a shitty misogynist place, right? Oh my it's God, I know. fucking so I know. misogynist and so grotesque. Go to the go to the ones, especially if it's a fight between like a boy and a girl, and just read the comments. And they're so grotesque and misogynist all the Jesus time. Christ. And it's and and the thing is, is like like I recognize you shouldn't be hitting people, right? Let's sure, about right, it. yeah, right. But like a girl will smack a guy, and then a guy will like literally knock her fucking out, like cold yeah. and, and they love like, it yeah. and there's just like 50 yeah reddit comments loves that, are, that that reddit loves reddit it. loves 50, that 50 100 comments where someone who literally could do no damage to you yep gets yep. fucking it gets put on fucking life support yep because you i mean you you move you move uh, uh, the tiny bit of your energy into that punch and you could probably kill her yeah, and I they're know. and they're like equal rights, equal us. I, do I? Yeah, I've read the and same stupid like, shit, and it's and, like, and these guys are there's just no gross. proportionality or context. They're gross, and they love to watch people get hurt that they don't, that they either want probably right, probably, yeah, or they, they don't like. Yeah, they, they resent for something. They right? love yep. it, and that and that's a place that breeds it. There's a lot of places that breed it, and don't send me your mail like Reddit's a good place. Yeah, there's I'm sure there's plenty of subreddits that are good place. I'm not fighting about that. I'm just saying like. In general, in those fight, like if you if they come across my all feed, yeah. and if I click on any of the comments, and I've stopped clicking on them because it's just like they're the horrible. Comments are disgusting. They're horrible. I've I've and, literally came across this yeah. just a few weeks and, ago. And you'll just it, like the thing is is like you'll see a title, you won't know what it is. You'll click the thing and you just see somebody like pop, and you'll be like, oh, that was a girl getting her fucking face broken. Yep. And you're like, oh, nasty. And so you move on, but the title can't clue you in sometimes. And so you're just stuck watching a video you didn't want to watch, you know? Yeah. Well, the, you're, you're absolutely right. The, the comments reveal exactly what those folks are looking for. Absolutely. Look, I know I'm doing the same thing that I did last time, uh, but uh, it's Father's Day and I got a, the baby and I, you know what I mean? I had to, she fell and I had to go to the emergency room. So I'm just going to... Uh, adamandeve.com you know use code glory uh when you do you can pick any almost any one item uh get 50 percent off you know that item use code glory and then also you can get uh 10 free gifts which is like three gifts one for you one for uh, a significant other or them and then both of you and and all of them and uh, that's that's pretty cool and then six free spicy movies which is pretty dope and then uh free shipping so otherwise call me so i gotta go okay adamandeve.com use code glory thank you Guys, is it just me, or is the devil really hot? He's like an angel. Like a fallen angel. This story comes from the Salem News, which, I, Cecil, I love the little witch up in the corner of the, the Salem. It's, I, Tom, I just love it Tom, so I'm much. Put this it's on the screen. adorable. I'm going to put this on the screen so people can see it if they're watching. I'm going to actually zoom into this so we can. I just love this. Look at this little Look at witch. that little witch. So if you're not watching, basically it, it doesn't, it's actually like a little bit of a logo on the left side of the T for the Salem news. If you're not watching and it's a little witch flying basically in front of the moon on her, on on her, her broom. broom and it's outstanding. I love it. It's outstanding. I love everything about it. I want to work for the Salem news because I want the t-shirts. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> they need to be wiped out. 
Satanic temple arson suspect told police. I think you got to read some of this, Tom, because like, <laughs> like the, what he's saying. Yeah, I'll just yeah. read. This is a short enough article. Yeah. I'll read it. A Chelsea man took a bus from downtown Boston to Salem on Friday night and then followed GPS walking directions <laughs> to the Satanic temple on Bridge Street with one thing in mind. They're devil worshippers. Daniel Damien Lucy, Uh-oh. 42, <laughs> told Salem police detective Wesley Regan. Like, I mean, your mother sucks cocks in hell. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Can we have movie. more that's references, though? That's a different We've movie. got Damien. We've yeah. got Reagan. We've got, what's the, yeah. yeah okay. That's the exorcist, yeah, right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of it. What's the Damien one? That's the omen. Damien is the omen. The omen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've already got. He's the little kid with the bowl haircut. Yeah, he's a kid with the bull haircut. Okay, yeah. I like, had that same haircut as a kid. Did you? 100%. That was a 70s thing. Oh, yeah, And yeah, I'm yeah, a child yeah. of, I'm a little older than you. So I, I, was, Mid, I, was, yeah. I was a little kid in the 70s. And they cut my, I, I have pictures of me with that, like fucking 100% oh. bull. My mom be like, I mean, she didn't use a bull, but she would like. she go straight across. Straight, straight bangs, baby. It was straight bangs. Yeah. Straight across. I got I to get a picture and put it on a live stream sometime. I'm hilarious Easy, looking. Easy. Hilarious looking. <laughs> this is the best shit ever. Yeah. But that was a, that was a fucking popular haircut back Dude. then. There are some fucking unfortunate it's child like pictures thing or of something. hair. <laughs> Uh, their devil worshippers said this guy. When Reagan asked what that meant to him, Lucy responded, it means they need to be wiped out. Lucy then said, it's a hate crime. <laughs> Police don't disagree with that assessment, charging Lucy with a civil rights violation. It's so I great. That he's just like, yeah, it's a hate crime. Yeah, I no, committed no, a hate crime. Oh, I meant them. I meant them. No. I meant them. Oh, 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 shit. Fuck. The devil Double jeopardy. Fuck. <laughs> now, double indemnity. What do I have to say to wipe that off the oh, books? Interview Mulligan. Takes it back. Like, what do you have to say? It's amazing. They're like, no, yeah, you're right. It's a hate crime. Fucking idiots. Idiots. Fucking idiot. Now, Lucy, who has pleaded not guilty to the charges, is being held without bail pending a hearing in Salem District Court next Tuesday to determine whether his release poses a danger to anyone. Police say inside the 64 Bridge Street building were two Texas women staying in a room the organization rents out as a bed and breakfast and the manager. What? So you can, well, you, you could can, go to the Satanist temple and you could spend the night in a bed and breakfast in the Satanist place? Why have I not done that? I don't have any idea why in we're not. In Salem? We've got what? to do You've got to do that. What now? We've, How is that not a thing I know, <laughs> know about? Jesus. I got to get it for Halloween. It was just after 10 p.m. and Lucy wearing a God t-shirt. Guys, the video, he's just got a t-shirt that says God on it. <laughs> Which one? That's it. <laughs> Wait, but Cecil, does that mean he's God? I don't like, know. Like, is it a declaration, oh, right? Oh, is that like a graven image then or whatever? Wait, where you're just like, I'm declaring just I'm God. It's it's his name in vain. I just yeah, wear it Which around. is so weird. Uh, was captured on a doorbell security camera dumping what investigators said determined God to be a lighter fluid. said Yeezy on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he dropped some lighter fluid on the porch of the building, dropped his backpack on it, and then setting the fire. He told police he didn't know there were people inside, but if they were devil worshippers, he wouldn't lose sleep over well, it. Oh, what a fucking treasure this guy is. Inside the backpack was a Bible, <laughs> a copy of the Constitution, two quarts of lighter fluid, and some sticks. What now? A copy of the Constitution. <laughs> He's burning the Bible and the Constitution. And the Constitution. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't. I don't feel like this gentleman. I don't think that this is, guy has everything no. going on. His fire is a little half-baked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Then, I love this too, as officers arrived at the scene, they spotted Lucy standing in a crowd of onlookers. That's amazing. About 100 feet away from the fire. Something the police say is common for arsonists. He's fucking wa- He's like walking away quickly yeah. afterwards. And he's like, he, was he whistling? Yeah. You're still wearing your God shirt. You were on a ring doorbell, you stupid asshole. What an idiot. What the fuck? Here's the thing. So this guy, this guy is, this is a hate crime. This is a group of people. One, this is a group of people who don't know what Satanists are anyway, right? Like they don't know what the fuck's happening. They don't understand what's going on. They think these are people who are like literal Satanists. And again, this is, this very much is what we were talking about before. We're talking about the LGBT community. You know, when you dehumanize somebody and you call people evil, it gives people license to hurt them in ways they would never consider doing to anybody else. And this is one of those, this is one of those things. If you keep, you know, granted, the Satanists kind of demonize themselves in some ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I'm, but, but, you know, in some ways, the Satanists are like, like if you spent five minutes, we didn't even do this when we first started the show. And we say this all the time. We didn't even know. We thought the Satanists were like really like satanic panic Satanists. Right. We didn't know. Yeah, we I had no didn't idea know anything about when we first started the show. And then people sent us messages and we were just like, oh, and we looked into it. And we're like, holy shit, this is a, it's a great organization. It's a funny organization. It's a satire organization. And they do stuff that is not only helpful to the community, they do great stuff around the community, but then they also create things to make it so that they can, they can fight all these laws that are infringing on everybody else's religious freedom. And so they do great work. It's just that people don't bother to pay attention. So they all have this satanic panic idea of what yes. the Satanists yep. are. And imagine being that fucking lazy about your research, <laughs> but still willing to set a but fire. still willing to hurt somebody, right? You're still willing to set a fucking Man. building on fire and you don't even know for Jesus. sure if there's people in it. Yeah, no, that's gross. But you're just like, I was going to Google well, it. But, and, uh, and, and he like literally says it's a hate crime. Yes, it's a fucking hate crime. Yeah, 100%, Throw the fucking man. book at this guy. Take you a, committed a hate away. crime. Throw him away. Arson. You tried to kill people. Right. I mean, you literally tried. I don't care if like you didn't know. Right. Like, what the fuck? That's not a fucking... That's not a way to get out of this stupid. Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand how this is not, and it, maybe it will be, but it seems like this would be attempted murder. Yeah, and I I know he wasn't trying to kill people, but he wasn't trying not to kill people yeah. with the deadly deadly fire is, he set. Is, is attempted manslaughter a thing? I don't. Know. I don't know, man. Yeah, but I know, but, like, I can't just start shooting a gun around and being like, well. I was just, I wasn't looking to see if I, there was anyone in the way. I, I wasn't aiming I didn't specifically. Think, I didn't think it'd go through a window. Right. That's yeah. stupid. But I just know how these things work. Solid. Well, you know, it's free will. It's like, God, why is there evil? It's free will. My hands are clean. It's free will. We need evil to appreciate the good, which is bullshit. I think I would totally appreciate a world where nothing shitty ever happened. I'd be fine with that. This is fucking this disgusting. Is, this is another one you got to read, Tom, because this guy is just so gross. This is from Salon.com. And guys, I will say, I never use Salon as a source, but I used it this time because I just there's quotes in here. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton on the Uvalde massacre. God has a plan. Okay, this is just so fucking appalling. And this is the Attorney General in Texas. So this is the guy. This is like, this is the highest... Like legal officer, that's the attorney general. Yeah, in fucking Texas, after this fucking massacre of children, and here's what he says when he's being he's being interviewed um, about in an interview with right wing radio host Trey Graham. Paxton acknowledged that it is difficult to give comfort to families who lost their kids. "Quote: 
If I lost one of my children, I'd be pretty devastated, oh, especially in a pretty way. Pretty devastated. I I'd mean, be not completely, but pretty devastated. Pretty. You know what? I'd I've I'd be a little miffed. My heart would go on. <laughs> Near or far. <laughs> Uh, especially in a way that is so senseless and seemingly has no purpose. I think I would just have to say, if I had the opportunity to talk to the people, I'd have to say, look, there's always a plan. I believe God always has a plan. I will read the second half in a second, but if your God has a plan that involves the senseless, painful murder of a 10 year old kid at the very least, reconsider the benevolence of yeah, your God. right? At the very least. At the very least. At the very least. Like, if, if you said, Tom, I have a plan. And I said, great, what's your plan? And you're like, well, my plan is I'm going to kill one of your kids. But I think, I think you'll come out of it a little stronger. One, why do my kids have to suffer in order for me to grow? Yeah. Right? right. That's insane. Right. This sort of like excuse for blood sacrifice mm-hmm. is just baked into Christian reality, religion, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, well, you know, these terrible things happen because we process everything through the lens of how it affects us. Right. And so this God has a plan stuff is meaningless gibberish for the people who survived to say, okay, well, here's how I grew as a result of the horrible thing that happened to you. Yeah, right. Well, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't want terrible things to happen to you in order for me to grow. I would be an inexcusable cost. Yeah. It feels like uh, religion was created so that people wouldn't have, would have less survivor's guilt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It feels like something like that. Like, like the, it's a gross, it's a gross way to think. And it, it you're right. The very least you want to do, but Jesus, if that's your God, where he's like, no, man, I totally killed your kid. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right? You know, Eggs on your face. You know, <laughs> don't you feel stupid war, for loving him in the you know? beginning? It's just like, <laughs> war. It's like, it's like, <laughs> and I got a website yeah. about him now too. <laughs> yeah. But it's, 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 it's a disgusting, and this is not like, here's the thing, man. Regular Jamoke can say this all they want. This is the fucking attorney general yeah, of man. Texas, man. Yep. This isn't a small guy. This is a guy who uses his office as a way to promote his shitty blood God religion. Yep. Absolutely, and man. then to and then the worst part about this is that he's hand washing away and hand waving yep. away all the real reforms that need to be done so more kids don't die. Dude, that is exactly it. That's what if, he's doing. If God has a plan, then this tragedy is not a tragedy. This tragedy is an inevitability. Yes, and so why should we stand in the face of theocratic inevitability? Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not. That's not what you do if you're. You're not going to, are you to spit in the face of God? Yeah. Are you to say God has no plan? Why are we going to fix a problem that is really just God working in his mysterious way? Get this, this is a way for you to do nothing yeah. and be all out of ideas. Yeah. Well, it's a way for you to be, do nothing, still look righteous and still look like you care. Yeah, man. And it's all of its bullshit. And it's all bullshit. All bullshit. You don't fucking care. You at don't all. care. You don't care if you're not going to do anything about it. Yep. I, I genuinely feel like that. I feel like if you're not going to do anything about it, if you're going to, if you're going to have an office like this and you're going to try to actively hand wave this away as nothing and we shouldn't do anything about it, you're not a good person. You're genuinely a bad person. A hundred percent. You're genuinely a bad person. I 100%. wish only the worst things for you. Yep. Yeah. I, I think you're a terrible human being because this is, a, this is a, every day there's a, there's a, 
reality in the United States that every day your kid could go to school and I don't care what school it is and yep. they can get murdered Murder. at school. They can get, and not just them, them and 20 of their friends can get murdered yeah. pretty yep. fucking easily. And yep. it can happen at the drop of a hat and it can happen anywhere in the United States. Yep. And because there's no real laws to stop it pretty much anywhere. No, we, no, no, no. And anytime there is one, immediately there's a Supreme Court case to knock it down. Yep. Immediately there's, you know, there, there, there's all these people that come in and want to protest. And, you know, they had an anti-gun protest in a couple places. And these people go in and do open carry exactly at the yeah. exact same time to go push into that crowd with their guns to show with the NRA, the NRA conference, those people yep. were getting attacked outside pushed into with people with guns or people who were promoting guns. So it can happen anywhere. It can happen literally anywhere yep. in the country because there's nothing to prevent it from happening. Man, and we are we are absolutely unwilling to do anything meaningful about this. Yeah. Like we we're we're, we're, we're we're doing these like enhanced background checks now. Like a law is pending, right? And it may actually go through or we'll do some enhanced background checks or, you know, we'll, we'll have some mental health counseling or we'll, we'll make sure that like some people have a harder time retaining guns through right. red flag laws. Right. Those things aren't nothing. Those things are worth doing, but they are certainly not as good as saying, Hey man, some types of guns just create more damage. They're literally designed actually right. to create right. more damage. Yeah. That's why, you know, the, there's a reason that the military doesn't walk around with a hunting rifle with a fucking three shots in the magazine. Right. Yeah. Look at the guns that the people who are going to kill people with those guns use. So look at the guns cops choose. Cops arm themselves with. Look at the guns that the military chooses to arm themselves with. There's not a lot of these that I can think of where somebody had a bolt action. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, don't get me wrong. I think if you were really good with a bolt action, you could probably kill several you could, people. You certainly could. But I don't think you could kill as many people as that guy who was two fisting pistols down at Virginia Tech. No, man. With those, actually, with those extended magazines? Yeah, man. Like, absolutely not. He had, and he had clips on him that he could easily quickly change. You have these other people who have extended magazines or even just regular length magazines on assault weapons that are so easy to clip and change. I mean, this is... And they it's require no training. No to use. training. Whatsoever. No training. It takes it'll take you an afternoon to get good shooting. Those. Yep. An afternoon. Yep. At best. At best. Yeah. I mean, the, we've seen a couple of instances in the past, like three weeks or whatever, where these folks did not own these guns. A week before the shooting, they buy these guns. Yeah. So there's no proficiency issues yeah. here. That's nonsense. Yeah. So, but like this, this attorney general has the authority. To your point, he has so much power. Yeah. And instead, he goes on to say. Life is short, no matter what it is. Holy shit. What a thing to say about dead 10-year-olds. Life is short. Life is short. Motherfucker, you got to live past 10. Yeah. Yeah, right. You didn't right. die. You right. didn't get fucking shot with a two-two-three round. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And certainly we're not going to make sense of, you know, a young child being shot and killed way before their life expectancy. So this is Louis Gomert. Later on in the article, Louis Gomert says... And he's a, he's a Texan. He says, this is during a hearing. He says that the answer is more prayer. Quote, look, maybe if we heard more prayers from leaders of this country, instead of taking God's name in vain, we wouldn't have the mass killings like we did have that we didn't have before this was eliminated from school. End quote. That is the stupidest fucking human Genuinely. being on the planet. Yep. There's nothing. There's literally, he's just saying I mean, he might as well just stand on the stage and you've seen that uh, Family Guy skit where the guys like, where they, the girl's like 9-11 and people just cheer. Yeah, that's, that's essentially it. what yeah. he's saying. Uh -huh. None of it, it's literally, 
unverifiable gibberish what yep. he just said. Yeah, but it what doesn't matter because he hit every single buzz point that he needed to hit. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Like, oh, we got a prayer in schools. God, God's name, take prayers, yeah. prayers. Yeah. That's it. It's, and it's for fucking Louis Gohmert. He's yeah. one of the dumbest motherfuckers that's ever been allowed to speak in Congress. It's it's embarrassing and it's awful. And it's every time I, 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 I think somebody else from another country is going to watch our news and watch Louis Gohmert speak and watch this oh, guy speak yeah. and all this, I cringe. Are I you a little ashamed? I'm absolutely ashamed yeah. Yeah. of our country every time one of these happens. Because every time somebody is just like, somebody will go to a page that I, I read and they'll say, why do you let this keep happening? And yeah. the answer is there's literally nothing that can stop it at this point. It's over. There's nothing yeah. you can do to stop it. There's nothing in the Supreme Court that's going to overturn the Second Amendment. There's not enough will anywhere to change that amendment. There's no. certainly not enough will. And yet you could remove it, right? That's a possibility. Sure. You could, it's, there are mechanisms that make it possible. Get rid of it, right? But it's not could. politically but even there's close. There's no way. You would need to get 70, I want to say 70 people or something, plus all the states would have to, too. Yeah, like it's, two-thirds of the states, I think, have to ratify yeah, plus it or whatever. two-thirds of the Senate and yeah. the House. Never so have to have. There would have to be two-thirds Democratic states, and there's not. Yeah, it's because most of them are just country. They're just, they're open field. The, the Democrats are not even fully united behind an assault yeah, rifle ban. Absolutely, yeah. Much less than all the guns ban. No, it's none of these things are going to happen. Never going to happen. None of these things. I, I know there are people that are worried that like we have people like email us. Like there are people that are worried that like, Oh, what if my guns get taken? Literally That'll no, never happen. No gun has never ever been stripped happen. from anyone's hands. Never. Don't not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Your guns are yeah. the, the safest thing you fucking own is your fight. They'll take, you could lose. I'll tell you what, you'll lose your fucking health insurance yep. before you lose your guns. Yeah. You'll lose food security. hundred percent. You'll lose housing. You'll lose I, you will lose everything yeah. in this fucking country before you lose your guns. Absolutely. You are by far the dumbest, most pathetic piece of maggot-eating shit that has ever slid from a human being's hairy ass. This is just gross. I can't believe this. Yeah, this is, this is disgusting. This story is from ABC News. Uh, Fox Sports doesn't show Jeopardy champ Amy Schneider throughout the first pitch. Instead of carrying her toss during Saturday's Dodgers-Giants telecast, NASCAR driver Kurt Busch was shown in a pregame ceremony from Thursday. Yeah. And that's because this is a trans person. It's a trans person. And so they decided to, they literally cut away. And, everybody else, like, you know, like would show it, but they cut away yep. so that they wouldn't have to show it. And they show it all the time. They show the first pitch all yep. the time. They didn't show it this time because they don't want to, they just don't even want to show it on T. Like, they don't want to show a person exists on television. That's it. They like, want, are you that fucking fragile, man? Yep, I know. Holy shit. Yep. This is, this is, we talked about this last week and it was part of the reason I wanted to include this story. Fox does not report no, news. They no. shape a narrative and you know, it can be argued that all editorializing, sure. even editorializing by omission, which is what this technically is, performs that same function. But Fox does this to such a degree. Yeah. And it is a degree that nobody else even comes close to. You're right. It's not even remotely close to literally erase a woman from existence. Yeah. Because that person doesn't fit a profile of acceptability for their audience. Yeah. And they don't fit the accept profile of acceptability for the audience because Fox has shaped that unacceptability. Yeah. Fox has sold them that unacceptability and they continue to do it. It's, 
this is not reflecting reality. This is changing reality. And it's, it's, a, it's a different task. And Fox has been at this task since W was in charge. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, another thing too is I think that they're afraid that if they show trans people just existing, that they'll be too relatable. So if they yeah, just right. pull them off, right? Because here's a trans woman throwing out the first pitch, enjoying a day outside in baseball. America's pastime. America's pastime. Someone sees that and thinks, oh, that's just like, oh, that's just like a normal person. Right. Okay. Well, I guess I, I guess I didn't have anything that I needed to be guarded about. I didn't have to be afraid. Right. 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 Uh, you were making me afraid, Fox News, for so long. I don't have to be afraid. That's just like a, that's just a person who threw a fucking ball. Like yep. it's not like a demon with horns and fucking wings and a you know breathing fire. If you make them relatable, you make people relatable. You make a human being relatable. Then they're suddenly that's yep. a bad thing. And they they I think also they don't want to show Amy specifically because. She was a like multi-term champion on Jeopardy, right? So to the same point, like here's somebody who's wildly successful, right, right, and flies it. So because what they've spun for their audience is that anybody who doesn't fit this really narrow type of person that they are disordered in yeah, some way, that right. they are that they are broken. psychologically yeah. and emotionally non-functional, yeah, yeah. that they're damaged goods. So they can't show successful people. Yeah. They cannot because they've, they've spent too much time selling everybody Absolutely. a different thing. Yeah. So they can't do this. Otherwise it's going to create this cognitive dissonance that yeah. they don't want to have to wrestle yeah. with yeah. or have their audience wrestle with because it doesn't sell ads the yeah. way they need to sell ads for fucking Ram trucks or whatever. So they'll garbage. cut to something else to try to avoid it. But yeah, they, they even got called out by like another station to basically say, no, that, they, they, the, this person threw the first pitch. It was not the person who they went to go show. Throw, yeah, throw they, the first pitch. They rewrote. If you watch the Fox thing, you would think somebody else threw that pitch. Yeah, right. you would. You would think you watched. Yeah, somebody else do that action. This is kind of like deep fakey in some yeah, way. It is because right. it's not like they just cut to commercial. Yeah, they spliced in a different person throwing a pitch. Yeah. What is that? Oh, it's the hospital. Hospital. Yeah, Tuesdays they burn cripples, they're terminally ill, drag on the state. Man, this story comes to New York Times. It's it. This is unfucking believable. Actually, officer who displayed Nazi insignia will receive one point five million dollars to resign. So this guy, Derek Kamerzel, he puts a. He is the investigations assistant chief yeah. at this at at this. Uh, I almost said law firm and not law firm. He's a cop at the fucking cop station or fucking whatever, you know? So he put straight up SS Nazi insignia above his fucking name. He did it. It's not like somebody did this as a prank and he didn't take it down. He did this himself after in his own words, in his own defense, after watching the show, the man in the high castle, which is a show about what if the Nazis and and yeah. Japan won yeah. World War II. Yeah, yeah. So it explicitly is about Nazism. Yeah. Not German heritage. Yeah. And this not is, anything else. This is a guy too who for years has been joking about oh. being a Nazi, has been joking of uh, jokingly throwing up the Nazi salute, you know, joking about his grandparent, his granddad yeah. 
falling off a patrol and and that's how he died in the Holocaust. You know, right. Like the, the, oh, just it's, terrible. It's just, it's just not right. funny. Like, right. it's just not funny. You're like, okay, well, that's not funny. And it's not funny because what you're saying is I'm a hateful, shitty person. Yep. And so you can't make a joke that's funny about that. And so he's not funny and this isn't funny. And they, then they, they, he put the stuff on there. And then the worst part about this is these fucking, these cops are so dug in. They're so dug in that they literally couldn't bring this to trial. They had said as much. They're like, if, 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 if we're lucky to get out with this. Yeah, they had to pay him. They had to pay a million and a half dollars down from three million. Down he tried to get three. three. Yeah, like I said, they were lucky. They felt yep. lucky. So because they put the, they suspended him on paid administrative leave. Yeah. So they gave him a paid vacation while they investigated this. Then they said some bullshit. And I don't, the article didn't go into it. It didn't make any sense to me. It basically said like, because they suspended him already, they couldn't yeah, fire like him jeopardy because it was like, like double that. jeopardy. Yeah. And I'm just like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You suspend somebody either. to investigate, then the investigation, it. it doesn't make any I sense. I don't understand it, but whatever. So this guy gets a payday. Yeah. He gets a million and a half dollar payday to quit his job. I'll quit my job for a million and a half okay, dollars hey, tomorrow. Man. Jesus. Tomorrow. And I don't even have to, I won't even put hateful, mean-spirited, bigoted, racist yeah. shit on my and fucking you can just door. Keep everything in my desk. <laughs> oh, I know, man. I've always said, like, if I win the lottery, like, I'm not even coming back for my family photos. Yeah. I don't give a I fuck. I don't care. I can Whatever. reprint it. I'll reprint it. I'm good. Don't you'll n- I won't even call in. I would not even call to I, quit. I'd make them hunt me down. <laughs> <laughs> I They'd would just hire a private investigator. I would like, just yeah. leave. I just wouldn't nah. like I'll fucking I ghost that shit. Yet. No way. <laughs> yeah. I just literally, I literally send them a peace sign in the mail. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Fuck you. But this is this is one of those things though that you see, you know. It also has a stench of cops protecting cops. In oh this. fuck yeah! You know, because it's like it's like, oh well, who's going to hire the lawyers? Well, a bunch of cops are going to hire the lawyers to protect themselves against the cop that they're firing. Yeah, the union. And so you're like, okay, well, yeah, chances are they're probably going to get favorably treated. You yep. know, I mean, yeah, you're down from three million, but you're down from three million to million and a half. I don't I mean fucking a like like yeah, it's an, it's a lot of money, but to get a million and a half dollars to not work at your job anymore, man. If this happened. To not a cop. Yeah. They'd be just fired. They'd be, you'd be out on your ass in a second. It's so funny because you're absolutely right. It doesn't matter what your job is. Yep. If, if it, you're, and that was what I was joking about, like my job, like, I, like if at my job, I said one time, I said some hateful, yeah, some bigoted Nazi bigoted shit. shit. Yeah. I'd be out on my ass. And there's not a million dollar fucking severance pay. Right. No, there, w- there wouldn't be like, there's not even a, fucking a conversation about it. Right. They're just like, you're fired. The end. I paid you up until That's the it. second. Exactly. And now we're done. That's and I'll it. never see yep. you again. Yeah. There wouldn't be like a write up or a paid vacation before I got my million dollars or yeah. fucking a hand job or whatever else they gave this fucking Nazi, this fucking actual Nazi. Yes, he's a fucking hundred percent Nazi. And and good, the guy got fired. But it sucks that we have this system in place yeah. that essentially protects police officers whether they're coming or going. Yeah, man. And it sucks too that here's a guy who telegraphed this for years ahead of time with yeah. no consequences. Yes, nothing because of that fucking blue line bullshit. Yeah, and nobody cares. Nobody right. cares up until this point, and then finally somebody sees it who cares. And then it's like, oh, well, I guess he's just going to have to retire a little early. Right. Yeah, I'm going to have to retire with a million and a half dollars. Why did you want to go in? <laughs> We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. This story comes from CNN Politics. Nine-page plan to occupy congressional buildings on January 6, 2021, released in court filing. 
And there's part of this that I wanted to read. The plan envisioned using covert sleepers to set up fake appointments in federal buildings and then having people rush the building. We have the ability to target specific senators' offices. The plan also included handing out flyers to demand a new election on January 20th and to warn prominent Republicans, including then-Vice President Mike Pence and Senator Mitch McConnell, that, quote, we are people, we the people are watching you, end quote. So it's, a, it's literally a shakedown. This it's a is threat, It's a threat yeah. campaign. This is a coup. Yeah. It just failed. Yeah. They were trying, like... It's more planned than I thought it was. So much, yeah, you know, man. Because when I... When I would I, agree with when you I watched yeah. it, When I watched it the first day, I came home... I came home. I, I went out that day and I came home. I was on break. So I was on, uh, I was on work, break from work. It was, you know, I was, I, was, I was out and I came back. And as I walked in, my wife was like crying because, you know, you're watching essentially a coup yeah, happening. Yeah, right. And I was like, calm down. It's okay. I'm like, we'll be fine. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, it's going to be fine. And I didn't really know what was going on. Right. I just, you know, just wanted to calm her down, you know, mm-hmm. to see what happened. And then I watched a little bit of it. And I'm like, and, and once I, when I came in, they sort of already started pushing them out. Okay. So yeah. Right. So you, yeah. outside, and so I was like, I was like, ah, oh. I was like, I don't, I don't think anything's going to happen. I think, I think, you know, I think right now we're okay. And then once the story started coming out, and they started showing video of these people walking around, staying in between the lines. Yeah, I thought point, it was I th- comical it felt, at first. It felt like a joke. Yeah. Right. So you watch it, and it yeah. feels like a joke. And so for the longest time, I felt like it was kind of a joke. It was like. The dog that finally caught the the tail of the tail dog bumper on a car, right? Yeah, and, and stuck. It didn't know now what it to doesn't do. know what to do. It's like, oh, I, right. I didn't think this would work, and now they're stuck. <laughs> and that's what I kind of felt like they they barge in, and then they thought, well, yeah. I didn't think this would work. I think a lot of people felt and that I, way for a and few I days. Don't yeah. think that that's the wrong thing to think about for the bulk of the people. I think that they were actually very happy to let all those people be bumbling and goofy. Because if they would have been in place to do all this stuff and been a little more coordinated, they could have done some real serious damage and some real problems. Yeah, I it's I felt the same way when I because I watched I watched the like you know guy carrying the podium yeah, you yeah. know and I, I watched like guys like snapping pictures. Um, I didn't see the video uh, until the Times investigation, maybe a week or two later, where it showed the people pushing and screaming and fighting and spraying each other with mace and like that kind of violence that was real and was there and was really the danger is the the essential day. I didn't see that stuff. Like I saw initially the, just like the the goofy shit, you know? And I was like, God, these guys are fucking incompetent. Even they're even incompetent insurrectionists, but they were only barely incompetent, man, because there was some real planning and there was some real organizational talent involved real and they had an they had plans man they had real actionable plans to subvert the will of the american people destroy our democracy and take over this country and install an autocratic regime unelected by the people they had planned on the the more stuff comes out like we're watching these hearings they're talking about the guns that were nearby they're talking about yeah you know they they planted guns nearby stash houses stash stash hotels just like man they, they were gonna go get guns somewhere and then they're like, they're talking about these things. They're talking about, you know, we talked about the first story we opened up with, with Loudermilk giving them a, a, a tour around and they're taking photos of this place. There was more, there was more to this than they've let out since, since the beginning. Yeah. And they kept this under wraps for all this time so that now this stuff is starting to come out and you're like, holy shit, that was like Man. a real danger. And 
jokers like us who didn't know anything. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we, I, I mean, I, I felt like it was a joke for a long time and I, and I'm, I was wrong. Like there, yeah, same. there was a genuine push for this to be a real coup surrounded and insulated by a bunch of yokels who had no idea what was going on. And, and that's the thing. It's like we're, and I, I actually think this mimics a lot of what we're seeing socially where there are real serious people with real serious plans that cloak themselves in trolls. Yeah. Whether those trolls are physical trolls, like in the case of January 6th, a lot of fucking, just like you said, like just fucking complete numbskulls with no planning. And they're just, but like there, there's a core, there's a rotten core at the center of a lot of this sort of like trolling that is organized. Yeah. And that is absolutely specific and purpose-driven and has uh, goals, terroristic political goals in mind. I think you see it with the incel movement. Yeah. I think that there's a, I think you see it with a, the, the Q movement. I think you see it with this January 6th, stop the steal bullshit. Yeah. I think you see it time and time again, where if you can cloak your, the trajectory of your planning with enough of the sort of massive ball of trolling bullshit, it's it's deflecting. It's like a fucking invisibility shield of stupidity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it, I think you're right. I think there's a and 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 it makes it harder. It just makes it harder to find those people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it makes it harder to put your finger on this is a bad actor. Right. Yeah. Because it's it, and that's why. And I want to return to this, even though it's just a couple of weeks ago. That's why we can't let trolls get away with it ever, right. ever. Right. I don't give a, you're a fucking Kakistan idiot. I don't give a fuck. You, where are you at? You're at the Unite the Right rally. You're the same as everybody else. Exactly. The you're same. the same. The same you're, you're, you're making a video about hunting other human beings. I don't care if you say it's just a joke. Literally, that, those words mean nothing. Yeah. They mean nothing. The, the idea that we can joke our way out of responsibility, yeah, real responsibility is yeah. nonsense. Yeah. And it, it is absolutely clouding our ability to see that the the rotten core of this is proud boys and, and fucking white supremacists and christian nationalists they are animating and funding and organizing all of this whether it's the fucking trucker convoy shit and i don't care how many fucking memes and dog coins or whatever fucking nonsense you wrap around this stuff this is real yeah so like get rid of the idea that somebody's just joking yeah. never again is somebody just joking about hateful, evil, violent shit. That's gone. We have to discard that forever and put the people in jail. Like, put them in fucking prison for that joke and stop fucking making it. So I'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, I'd like to thank all our patrons. I'd like to thank our newest patrons, Auntie Sarah, support your local library, Justin, Amanda, Brittany, Eli's baby made me subscribe. Eric, Kayla, Balavia, <clears throat> Daniel, James, Cheryl, Justin, Jared, Freosan, Freosan. Sure. No idea. Yeah. Dylan and the people who up their pledges, Gary Pillar, Von Stein, and Brad. Thank you so much for your generous donations. Thank you. You guys make Glory Hole Studios possible. We read them for the last two weeks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you pay two salaries with that money. You bought us Indian food earlier. So we want to thank Delicious you so much. Delicious butter chicken, guys. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. 
Uh, okay, so we got a little bit of email we want to cover this week. Uh, we got a message from Chris, and Chris says that it is National Bourbon Day. Uh, yeah, it was earlier in the week. Evidently, still. National Bourbon Day is the same as Flag Day. Yeah, that's that, amazing. That's awesome. All American. God, it's a wonderful holiday. Uh, we got a message. Went all the way around. We got a message from South Africa, Tom. The, how Bridget. cool is this? They Bridget just it's just a greetings. She likes the show, and I like a South African list. I, I think, think that's, that's cool. cool. I just think that's cool. Yeah, I just think yeah. it's cool too. Right. It's always interesting to see where people listen to. You know, I'm always uh, I'm always sort of interested when people are like, "Yeah, I live in the UK, or I live in Scotland, or I live in I guess those are the same place, but still." Um, you know, I live in. I live in uh, when we have people who live in the Scandinavian countries. We'll have people who like we've got people from Japan. We yeah. got, and so it's like it's always interesting to hear from the faraway places. I Australia. Still remember Zealand. the first international listener email we got. Yeah. Very like yeah, me too. 15 years ago. Me too. Absolutely. And it's it's still exciting when we get these from all over Absolutely. the world. Absolutely. And when we travel yeah. to those places and we get a chance to meet, you know, 50, 60, 70 people that the, listen, listen to the show. And it's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tom, we got a message from David in Kentucky about beardology. It says, as a holder of a doctrine in advanced beardology. Uh, where'd I you want, get it from? That is I, dubious. Did you get it from Upstairs Medical College? Upstairs Beard College. Upstairs Barber College. <laughs> I wanted to weigh in on episode 631. Beard growth is a normative style process, but mustache design is a very complex discipline. As research demonstrates, only about 0.057% of the population is able to grow a mustache that doesn't look like you shouldn't be allowed within 500 feet so of a school. So fucking true. That is the truest it's thing. So fucking true. I, a single mustache in, not, I mean, like, like you could go back in time. Yeah. And it's different, right? Like the the, the styles yeah. were different and it's like the 70s, a mustache was a hundred percent, just a single mustache. But you're just thing. sporting a mustache now? But now, no. 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 If you're Tom Selleck, no. fine. Yeah, yeah it's like, there's that's like, like it. There's like 15 people, like fucking Sam Elliott. Yeah, like right. The rest of it, no. Yes. If yeah. you look Sam like Elliott you- looks crazy without a mustache. Crazy. I know, I remember crazy. seeing without a mustache. Justified. Crazy yes. without a mustache. Yes. Because his fucking, his giant, his- Upper lip is like the size of your fist. That's the thing. It's like if you've got an enormous upper yeah, lip, you got an upper lip, and you that can cover that thing it. with like a big old stash. Yeah, it works. Dinner plate of an upper lip. Yeah, and you put a fucking broom on that thing. It looks it works like good. it's in charge. But if you got like a little tiny lip, oh. and you put a little tiny pencil mustache in there, or like if you've got a fucking mustache that doesn't grow to cover the whole oh, lip, no. No. then you look no, like no, no, a no. crazy person. You look like a crazy person. Yeah. We got a message, and this is this is from Nick. And Nick says, when Tom said uh, to use dark maga, you had to play a black deck. I was assuming you were talking about this guy, and it's a it's a new magic card, Tom. And the magic card is called Maga Traitor to Mortals. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I would one hundred percent play a Maga deck. That's oh, hilarious. That's hilarious. Super funny. Just a fucking shaman deck. <laughs> <laughs> So this week on our live stream for it's a couple hour live stream, right? It's like it's like it's got it's like, almost three hours. It's got to be almost three hours long. Yeah. We listened to and watched the January sixth hearings. We watched an abridged version of the one that was uh, on Monday, and we watched almost the whole thing of the one that was on uh, today. Thursday, that was on yeah. Thursday. And so check those out. Go to our go to our live our YouTube station, our YouTube channel, and go watch those. If you're a patron, you can listen to that content. 
Um, but uh, but we want to make sure that you check those out because we're you know this is a lot of time we're spending on this and we yep. think we think that you know we're not adding a ton of stuff but we are adding enough and we're trying to make it funny and we're trying to make it fun and so we think you might enjoy it so go check it out and, and it, it's useful. I think these things are important. Yeah. Like I think the, I think this I genuinely we're spending the time on this because the content this this feels like it should be historically important yeah. whether it turns out to be or not. The fucking jury will be still out. Need, we still need to watch it, and we really do feel like we need to watch it. So um, so go join us and go comment. If you go there, go comment. If you go also to our regular YouTube page and you see this video, go comment on it. It helps grow the channel. Please help us grow the channel. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to grow it now. Um, please help us out. Just go do that for us. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.